All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Uh, Welcome in. Episode 163 of the Nation Real Life Podcast. And uh, it's myself. It's a it's a skeleton crew. That's the buzzword that businesses are using, right? Skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. Myself, Jay, Bagged Milk, no Wanye, no Chalmers. Um, and for Bagged Milk, this is your first time in three days with human interaction. How has it felt? Yeah, this is the first time in three days that I've been in a room with other people. And we are spaced out. We are basically yeah, as far away as we can possibly get from each other. Right? Out of our five mics, we are on mics one, three, and five to make sure that there's some exactly. social distance between all of us. Um, yeah, I mean, this might be the last real-life podcast done in this sort of format. We might be going over the phone. like Yeah, do it I old mean, school. Yeah, we might be doing it a little bit more old school, but uh, we'll have some fun here for the next hour ish um how are you guys adjusting to i mean jay i know you're busy like busier than you were before all this happened seemingly but how are you guys adjusting to the new society we're in well <clears throat> i think i'm observing what is called forced acceptance yeah and i'm just you know we've got a saying with my buddies uh fuck i don't know if i can say this because i can't say the full term but anyways it ends with <laughs> let the dog fuck you i am letting the dog fuck me right now in the sense of just embracing and uh yeah just rolling with the punches well like really what can you do right like i yeah there's not there's nothing everyone yeah that's the thing everyone's experiencing this so just Mm -hmm. like you know go about your day and you know do the shit you need to do but then you know try to stay positive because that's all we can do at the end of the day it's this now breaks down to a human thing and it's humans need to take care of humans and that's why, you know, from our perspective here at the nation is like, we got to make sure we're pumping out content, trying to keep things light and not dark during this time, because everyone's got day-to-day stress. They have to worry about, everyone's worried about what, how their next rent payment's going to be and all that shit. But you know what? Everyone's feeling that. So don't feel, no one should feel shame or feel bad during this time because everyone's going through this. So, you know, it's, it's on us to try to have some fun. I think to it's, even more important to try and produce content and keep trying to have some simple and some semblance of normalcy in a very abnormal situation as well. So like for the nation network, we are busy grinding away. Like yesterday at a weather's nation, we had eight posts up and what we're just trying to do is give people something to do something to read because there's a lot of us that are working from home or social distancing and you're by yourself Mm -hmm. or you're in a small group of people. And maybe it's just something that, something to kill a little bit of time and get away from the news cycle. Uh, right now, I 
personally, I feel like so inundated by bad news all day long. Yeah. That finding some kind of reprieve is very welcome. So like this morning I wrote an article about the jets for jets nation and it's like, how was that? It was good, man. It was, it was good to write about hockey in any form. I know we got uh, Tyler put up our, our rundown for what we got today. Uh, the NHL is apparently toying with a 24 team tournament in terms of what the playoffs might look like. Uh-huh. So I'll need eight, you to educate me on that, but just we'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, we'll pause that for later. But yeah, so eight teams are eight teams are getting it a buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, based on points percentage. So the buys in the West would be St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas and Edmonton. Good for us. On the East, it's Boston, Tampa Bay, Washington, and Philly. The other 16 teams would then play in a best-of-three style play-in series. Fuck. I feel, like, I feel like in this format, given the amount of time in between then and now, you want to be a play-in team. Like, yeah, I agree. You want to go and find, like, that's an advantage. Because you're going to be so rusty. So rusty. Uh, goalies are going to not... Nobody's going to have their timing. So I do think that having a play-in series oh. would you know, it would be an advantage. Like my bet of the week would be playing team wins the cup against the buy team. Like if there's, if that was a bet, I would, I would take that. Yeah. And it is weird, right? Because if you lose in that best three year seasons done, but you're kind of just like meh. But if you want a chance to go deep, I think you're right. You almost do need that sort of little refresher off the top of what it's like to play hockey again. Um, I, I got an article that that'll probably come out in the next few days, just about different ways. They could also do that 24 team tournament. And I, I agree. Like I, I like the whole, eight teams get a bye the other eight have to play in and then it's a longer series in the second round so there's some time for the higher seed to shake off their rust potentially um but why not get weird like the the one idea team 23 plays team 24 the winner of that game plays team 22 the winner of that game plays team 21. Oh, so the we're win- talking like a Mortal Kombat style yeah. tournament. <laughs> Mortal you got <laughs> to work your way up from the bottom. Yeah, you got to go right from the bottom all the way to the top. You'll get a situation where like the Coyotes rattle off eight wins in a row before eventually being beaten by like whoever, the Oilers in, in game number 12 of this 25 game march to the Stanley Cup. Um, the other idea I had, I mean, you could do it on a smaller scale where you just do like the teams in each division, the top two get a buy, right? And then there's a round robin within that division, maybe where like the other teams below them all have to play each other once. And then you reseed and then you go into the playoffs, like almost like a mini regular season where everyone yeah. plays everyone. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different ways they could go. But whenever I was laying out a possibility in my article in my head, I just kept coming back to man, it's going to feel empty. I think it'll feel like an empty Stanley cup win, no matter how you do it. I, and I, I disagree. I th- I'm the, on the opposite end. Yeah. I think that last night on Oilers Nation, Nation Dan had the idea, and I loved it, of we streamed mm-hmm. the Oilers-Capitals game that was supposed to happen last night through Twitch. Yeah. We had... Where was the defense? There was no defense. There was The refing was atrocious. Tyler's got a real issue over Ty- there. Tyler's dying Tyler's, in the corner. Yeah, Tyler's I don't know good. if it was... Yeah. Uh, so it, there were hundreds of people watching last night. And I think that just kind of shows that people have an appetite for hockey, even if they can't be there in person. So I think that this is going to be, it's going to be weird, no doubt, but everything's weird right now. I I think this is actually probably the most important Stanley cup that we'll see because we're going to be a community that's been living a weird life and just craving sports that it's going to get so much high attention uh, when it's back and it's going to mean more because we're going to be going through a period where we're not going to be overly entertained um, as sports fans. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think it's going to mean more just because people are going to be going through a period of pain coming out and then having something to celebrate and cheer for. I think it's going it, it, to, it'll, it'll mean more, I think, to, 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 to fans. Will it still mean more if there's no fans in the building and it's just a completely made for TV type of event? Yeah. That, that's a fair and, question. And that's another big question. I think so. I on, like I'm, I'm being positive. I'm trying to, yeah, yeah. my default in all of this is to try to be as positive as I can. And I think this would mean more to people because it would give them a way to reconnect with a normal life. Mm-hmm. That's been mm-hmm. kind of stripped from all of us. Oh. Um, so I, I think that we would have, we would have to come up with versions of like, what does a digital playoff party look like? Are we all on FaceTime together cheering for the team? And we just have a camera on our, well, I mean, not me, but you Tyler, <laughs> a camera on us the entire game. And we're just, our reactions are shared and broadcast. 
I don't know. I just think that if the NHL is able to come back, it's going to mean so much to so many people, regardless of being there or not. Yeah, and I, I was going to use the word cool, but maybe interesting is a way better way to put it because this, this obviously isn't a positive thing, but we've never been through something like this in a society that's as technologically advanced as we are. So like if sports does come back and there is no fans in the building, like how will, as you said, the fan bases react to that? I think it could be interesting to see what kind of new things sort of do come out of such a horrible, horrible situation right because it, it if they do play in front of no fans it might i don't well, not might it won't be a situation where bars will be allowed to pack full of 200 people it won't be a situation where you'll want to go into your buddy's house with 20 other friends and watch the game on a screen there you'll one meter apart from each other yeah everyone has a hula hoop around them yeah, yeah it's, it's the that. friend who's got the biggest house because yeah biggest house and biggest tvs you're just gonna have to set yeah. them up all over the main floor of your <laughs> home. garage tv rooms exactly but like it literally it's might be a situation show. where we could watch i mean uh, being overly positive but an oiler stanley cup win just fucking right just sitting in our basements or living rooms just watching it and then going on twitter and being like fucking rights we did it and the parade f- with no people i'm gonna all televise the shit out of you though if that happens when that happens 100 this is where I, things I like the brum and b cast did you do a brum cast after the uh the, uh, the virtual game last night i didn't last night i was working on a couple of things for some other nation sites gotcha. but um People have asked for them, so I'm going to yeah, keep doing should. it. I think Why those not? are so important because it's, uh, for that exact reason, the fact that you bring people in, you know, you mm-hmm. engage with them and bring, you, you have them come into the conversation. I think that's such a good touch. And I think, you know, that's what we need to do as a community because we're not going to be able to physically hang out with one another too much. So we have to virtually do it as much as possible. Well, and that's important too. I mean, for a lot of people like myself, you're kind of, if you're doing the social distancing thing, you're sitting there at home by yourself. Thankfully, like I'm going to have the best fucking trained dog of all time <laughs> when this is over. Cause Frank and I are putting in some work. What are you working on? Uh, right now I am teaching him what all his toys are named individually. So oh. if I say Frank, get your ball, he can go run and get it. Frank, he's got this long rubber stick thing. I'm calling it his stick. I'm like, Frank, go get your stick. And he's like, okay, okay, I got this. And he runs and he grabs it. Wow. So he's starting to figure it out. We're putting in some work, though. Yeah. yeah. Now, the next step in all this would be evolving him to the point where you could go, Frank, go get beer. Exactly. Right? Well, it's baby steps here. We're yeah, working yeah, yeah. on it. We're Depends how long we're in quarantine for, but I think you can get there. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to be quarantined for so long that Frank will write a book by the end of this. You'll teach him how to use like a giant dog typewriter and he'll just like... It was the best of times. Place. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> well, and that's another thing too, where people have been reaching out to me asking for Frank content. So I'm trying to figure out what I can do with Frank's picks, whether that's just something when we sim games through Twitch yeah, or... Are we talking about what show I decide to watch? What I'm making for dinner? Right. I'm just trying to figure. It out. It knows no bounds. Whether you're, whether you should go black coffee or not. Well, that's just it. Because right now, we are social distance day. Well, I mean, not right now. It's nice to see you guys, by the way. Oh, I will hang out with you guys for as long as we're legally allowed to. Social distance goal right now is to wean myself off any additives to my coffee, unless it's Bailey's when I want to well, get a little course. silly. Bailey's and coffee deserve a place in life. It's circumstantial, but it can't be daily. But uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm on black coffee. Today was black coffee day one. Welcome. Welcome to the dark side. I, uh, so I'm a big advocate, even though we're drinking a beer during this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a way to medicate ourselves while yep. we live during this interesting time. Um, I try not to drink, get my calories from liquids. Okay. Outside of when I'm boozing because I'm having mm-hmm. fun when I'm doing that. So black coffee has been a huge part of that because I do, I do, I do, I sometimes I'll put a little bit of sugar, but like half or so of like 20 calories of sugar. So it's not really that bad, but, um, yeah, no black coffee, like you'll, you'll get there. You'll, you'll, and then all of a sudden you'll, you'll find like everything to be sweet and weird. You'll fuck up your whole palate. Even well, when you go basic baked Fridays and get the salted caramel latte. Well, that's what I'm worried about. If I go full black coffee, then fancy coffee Friday here at little brick is probably going to get eliminated. Cause I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy it as much. Well, well, maybe, maybe, or maybe it feels like a guilty pleasure. So still I, I observe black coffee, but I try to live within goalposts of life. And that's like partway through Sunday through partway of Friday in between. I try to keep it tight. So that's no sugar in my coffee. That's this and that. But on the weekend, I like to treat myself right. So sometimes I'll have a salted caramel latte or at Christmas. I love me a candy cane latte. All right. So what if you have you set up any personal goals 
if you are to social distance or if you're just kind of staying home more often than normal, is there anything that you are trying to work on? Uh, right now, so my mission, because in the winter, like I, I, I love counting, well, as you know, bag milk, I love counting my steps. But in the winter, I am horrific. My step count, if it crests 4,000, it's a something. That's a good day. Something weird happens. So I want to get back into a daily average of 10,000 steps. So that means me and my boy hot dog going for long walks in the neighborhood, keeping our distance from people socially. And I want to, uh, I started reading The Art of War. Okay, it's, that's a that's a thick boy. No, it's not actually. It's not that thick. It's just really interesting in terms of so it was written in one language, translated by someone in a different language and then translated to English is the version that I'm reading. So, it's it's kind of interesting. So, I to, and, and I'm a terrible reader to begin with. So, but it's it's a challenge I want to read. Uh read that book and maybe start reading a little bit more. And the other thing that's kind of fun, especially cuz you got time. If you got time, you can puzzle. Yeah. Thousand piece, 2000 piece, 3000 piece puzzles, put them on the table, bring it on. I am also vowing to up my reading right now. I'm reading a book called why we sleep by Matthew Walker. Uh, it talks about the importance of sleep cycles, how mm -hmm. it works, what's going on in your brain when you're, you're trying to get second wins and all that kind of stuff. So far I'm about halfway through moral of the story. If you have an urge, Tyler, to take a nap, you go for that nap because it's great for your body. It's great for your health. It's great for your decision making. It's great for your immune system. Get some sleep. I might dip out here around the 20 minute mark of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Quick nap. We <laughs> wouldn't blame you. I'm also, I found some, uh, a few years ago at my, I found, or I bought, I should say a, uh, a digital keyboard from Costco, free plug there for Costco in case you didn't know. So <laughs> I'm vowing to take piano lessons. I found some online piano lessons. I've got time. And it's just all like digitally put onto your, oh, 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 I was thinking like keyboard, like, never mind. Okay. Keep no, going. yeah. Like a 88 yeah, key yeah. piano. It's like yeah, a yeah. full size piano, but it's a digital one. And I'm vowing to learn how to try and play it. I have one too. I'm wondering if I should do that. I'll send you the lessons. Maybe we'll just come out as like some crazy, cool, misunderstood artists. Again, I'm trying to think about the positives in all this situation. And all I can think about right now is this could be a great time for art. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a great release during this time because it allows your brain to think creatively. Music, literature, mm -hmm. uh, people that paint, paint. Whatever, whatever your flavor is. I, I feel like being stuck inside because you have no other choice could be, this could be a very great moment for art. And I hope it is. You should hold a concert after all this to show everyone your progress. Progress so far, slow going. I'm moving. I'm learning but we're taking baby steps. Hopefully this doesn't last long enough for me to become a concert pianist. But, but I mean, if it does, that's a whole second career path you could be taking. Well, and like I touring said, the world, yeah. I, I was talking to Wanye on the phone yesterday and we were just kind of talking about how we can stay busy. Mm -hmm. I want to use this time as productively as I possibly can. Cause that keeps your mind active probably better for mental health than just sitting there reading the news all day. Yeah. hundred <clears throat> percent. Or do what I did and suggest, uh, take the suggestion of Netflix and watch contagion. No, don't. So <laughs> last night, so I, I set up a rule. I'm like, okay, I'm going to shut my day down at nine o'clock. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to avoid the internet. It didn't work by the way. Oh, it's impossible. I'm going to try to avoid the internet after 9 PM. So I turn on Netflix and it's, I'm like, all right, it's time to Netflix and chill by myself weird first recommendation series pandemic no thank you yeah second contagion fuck off netflix oh uh, yeah what are you doing to me right now this is supposed to be my chill time and like i mean i don't even understand why you would want to watch something like that in a time like this i like, go oh, here is the absolute worst case scenario yeah. of what could happen if this becomes even more deadly like, i don't know why i did it but i was just like i should watch it because i would never watch that movie in a million years and i'm like oh well since i'm living through it let's just see what uh what happens here in terms of like how does the government react and all this shit so you watch it i watched it what did it do like just as you're watching it and living through it at the same time because that came out in 2011 contagion did yeah it's funny obviously this isn't oh, well fuck this is a severe thing let me just disclaim that but the effect like this was a very severe like yeah. outbreak of things where people are having seizures and dying and and it's like and the percentage 
the of of death was really high and the r naught which is something i learned was four six which is meaning how, how many people it transfers to whatever so uh it was just funny seeing like certain well fuck am i allowed to spoil the movie yeah yeah i'm not gonna watch like it. how soon like the biggest actress in the whole movie like dies in it that was shocking because she was patient zero fuck she went to a casino in Macau, shook hands with the chef who had just recently put, was touching a pig that was infected. that was infected by a banana that a bat ate. Fucking bats, man. I've been reading about bats. bats. I'm going to have to revisit if I like Batman or not because he's my favorite superhero <laughs> and this is now weighing on him because I'm starting to have a legitimate beef with bats. Are I got bats a real an issue. Well, bats, the thing with their physiology is that mm. they can have basically any virus living in them and it doesn't affect them. Yeah. However, they can transmit those to other living creatures that are not quite so yeah. quite really? lucky. Bats are so, normally the problem. So, like, if the world, in a hypothetical sense, was completely wiped clean by a disease, bats would be the last thing being like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. Some point, cockroaches. At some point, we have to declare war on bats, but bats eat mosquitoes. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. This yep. is the conundrum, man. Yep. Cycle of life. Tyler, what are you doing? Do you have any goals for yourself? Something that you're looking to maybe work yeah. on? Um, is your I, hockey league still going? No. So yeah. we played Saturday and the game ended Saturday at around 535. I think is when we got back into the room. 537 email from the league. You guys are done. And now they've said they're like, oh, we're going to try reschedule this. Blah, blah, yeah, I'm like, course. it's it's not yeah. happening. Like did everyone's I, I got a question when you guys were going into that game. Mm -hmm. Did you kind of have a sense like, let's just enjoy it no matter what the outcome is? Yeah, I think we kind of knew that like it was only a matter of time until like rec centers were going to close and all that. And we were done anyways. So I was just like, ah, this is probably our last game together. So let's try to have a little bit of fun here. We didn't, it got super heated. <laughs> of course, whatever. but that is fun. Uh, but, it, but it was, yeah, you're right. It was fun. It was a really tight hockey game. Um, so like for things I'm doing to better myself, uh, as you guys know, I've never been one for film and, and classic movies or anything oh, like that. Oh yes. You watch Shawshank. Yeah. So I didn't Did watch you see the mailbag this week on OilersNation.com. Yes, I did. 21-year-old Taylor, Jay, I'm going to get your input on this. 21-year-old Taylor said, I have not seen most of the movies you old farts, quote unquote, love to talk about. Give me your top three. Anyway, oh. Tyler, go ahead while Jay's thinking about it. Um, and actually, we should, I could pull up the answers for those really quickly too. But I like, yeah, like Shawshank and Pulp Fiction and all those things. Like I've never seen those. So I, I think this is a good opportunity for me to... You know, throw a few on once, one, maybe two a week will be my goal. And have I mean, you seen Forrest Gump? I've seen parts of Forrest Gump, but not the whole thing. Um, so that's probably one I'll want to sit down and watch front to back as well. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my goal, I think, is maybe to get into more film. The one thing I did that will help me not attain that goal is uh, one, Big Brother Canada is still on. I think that. Do they know about the. Uh, it's funny you guys talk about this because mm. I was chatting with a friend via via the socials mm -hmm. so big brother germany has decided to tell all of the contestants about what's going on because they don't know yeah. and film the reactions Ooh. on a human it's level it's, on a human level it's horrible that's fucked at an entertainment level it's on a content level i mean it's what else can you say on a content level it's fuck me that's compelling but I, that made me wonder about Big Brother Canada. I've been watching it. Mm -hmm. On Sunday's episode, the evictee yeah. went out to an empty studio. Yeah. Oh, wow. But he wow. didn't seem the least bit phased by it. So that made <laughs> Well, that's what I wondered too, because I thought when he walked out, he was going to be like, what the fuck? So they had to have told them. So what I did today, today is Tuesday, mm -hmm. March 17th. Happy birthday to Rick, by the way. Happy birthday, uh, Rick. And to St. Patrick himself. Of course. Get rid of those snakes. In Ireland. Uh, so anyway, I went to check the live feeds and the live feeds have been down since last night. So I do wonder <sighs> if they're potentially canceling Big Brother Canada. Oh, no, they shouldn't though out. because they're safe. But do they all want to be with their families and stuff? Uh, right. I think that's going to be the one caveat with all this. Yeah. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. Or will they give all these contestants the option? Yeah. Like, it's, like, like you it's guys it. can leave if you want because this whole thing's going on in the world and shit in the name like, of entertainment. Right. Yeah. Or in like, the name of entertainment. Do you want to stay in here? shows like Big Brother can that actually could stay on because they are it like self isolation. Like 
I think like the family's like, I probably just want to be, you know, kept up to date about how my family is doing. Like if like my grandpa got sick or something then yeah. I would want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know. I don't know how I'd do this. This is weird. It's, it's an interesting problem. In terms of thinking about the greater population at large, it would be nice if the show was in some capacity able to continue. Yeah. It sets a, a routine yeah. It sets a little bit of normal life for people that I think really need it. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I can also understand why if a house guest wanted to leave, then maybe actually, you know what? I'm looking at it right now. I just pulled up bigbrothercanada.ca. The house guests are all still in the house and the live feeds are up. Oh, so the show is going on. That's good. Although I'm looking, I'm perusing the comments. Nobody knows if the house guests have any idea what's going on right now. So at this you would point, think that at some point in the live feeds, they would have all had uh, all have talked about it at some point, right? So maybe they were told about it, but told not to talk about it, yeah. which just like, equally well, but, as fucked. Well, like, but to keep it like the normal? content light, right? Because remember, this is this is now a mechanism to entertain yeah. yourself and to separate yourself from the reality of what's going on around. I just us. don't know how you could tell them to not talk about it when you they they don't have any access to anything. Yeah, that's the dream right now. It kind of would be, wouldn't it? Oh God, I uh, I follow Ricky Gervais on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's like way out in the woods and shit. And I'm like, you're doing it right. God, no kidding. You're I'd love to right. be at a cabin right now, living yep. off the land. I was um, uh, before I came in today. I was talking to my sister on the phone because I spend a lot of time on my phone right now. Uh, we're just talking about like, fuck, man. It would be nice to just. She's got a cabin. Just go to the cabin and just be away from kind of everything. Oh. One big stock up. Head out there. Ice fish. Ice fish, yeah. Because up there where her cabin is, uh, cell phones don't work. You have to kind of hike probably a kilometer or two to get any kind of service. So that, I'm almost tempted when the weather warms up a little bit, is if we're continuing on in this, just fucking off for a little bit. Just even a weekend. Lock yeah. some things in. Yeah. Pre-schedule a bunch of content for the nation. Make sure that people are entertained, engaged, and then just kind of take a little me time little dip in lake bag milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, we got totally sidetracked off the, the point of what I'm going to try and prove on. Um, yeah. We, yeah. We so your that. goals, your goals. Um, so I think I want to watch a few more movies. Um, so I have the list here of, of Taylor's question on the mailbag. Uh, they asked for three movies. So Gregor, of course, gave seven. Um, he said, <laughs> super bad Napoleon Dynamite. I've seen both those. Planes, trains, and automobiles. I've not. Oh, that's, I that's need a to see classic. That, one. that one's funny, right? I've seen a bit of it, actually. I think with my dad, it was on TV. That's once I watched true. I haven't seen that forever. Um, then Gregor, those were his comedies. Then for actions and dramas, he said Braveheart, Gladiator, Ooh. and Boondock Saints. I've got Braveheart and Boondock Saints on my list. Ah. Uh, Brownlee said, Easy Rider, Shocker. as good as it gets, and Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Which seems uh, he's really aged himself there. As uh, good as it gets, one, like Dusty's answers, I really respected. Dusty just did three Nick Cage movies: yep. Con hey. Air, Face Off, and The Rock. The uh, best ones. Two uh, Face Offs, okay, but like Con Air and The Rock are fucking unreal. Awesome yeah. movies. You've never seen any of those? Nope. You gotta holy watch them, shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're in for some entertainment there. Um, Christian Pagnani did uh, Blade Runner. Which the one? Parted in Paddington. Paddington Bear. Yeah, I didn't know what Paddington was. To be honest. Wow. And then for me, I had the usual suspects. Ooh, good one. Pulp Fiction, if you're feeling weird. Yeah. And then Castaway. Shout out to Tom Hanks. Yeah. I've never seen any of those. So, uh, yeah, out of that list there, the only ones I've seen are Super Bad and Napoleon Dynamite. On the entire list, really? Yeah, on the entire list. So, you haven't seen, have you seen Old School? We're going to add no. Old School to your list. Whoa. Yeah. So that's the fucking movie that that's set the table. That's a Will one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You've um, got to watch it. it is. Again, like, I think I've seen like clips of it around yeah. and all that, but I, I do. I am more of a comedy guy, so maybe I should work into crushing some of the classic comedies, and that might get me rejuvenated into movies, and then I can go into the classic after you know, you, Pulp Fiction After Con you Air. watch Old School... Mm-hmm. You will never be able to hear the song Total Eclipse of the Heart no. and not put in the old school ads. Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to ruin it. No. Yep. If you're listening to this right now, you know. you've seen old school, you know. You know. You will never listen to that song again. That the same way. That movie changed changed the game. Another movie that changed the game for me. Well, have you seen Team America? Fuck Team yeah. America World Police? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, have you seen Which the- is weird that I've seen that and not all these other ones, but I've seen it. Have you seen South Park? 
Yeah, oh yeah, I've watched okay. a ton of South Park. The movie? The movie, Bigger, Longer, Rock Cut? No. Add that to your list. Add that one, because that, yeah. one, that one for its time, like that's the thing, like there's there's movies like for its time, because things hadn't evolved yet, like South Park came out with the movie, and then like in the first five minutes, you're like, holy fuck. This came but, out in June on June 30th, 1999. Yeah, so with where they went with it, because it was like cutting edge, same with old school, same with Team America, same with fucking super bad. Like, so, Jay, what is on your list? Uh, well, I've named a few, but you've got to see Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had Boondock. Boondock Saints is like uh, an indie classic. Uh, it wasn't like a big mainstream movie, mm-hmm. indie classic, but it, it's a legit, legit story. The sequel's meh. Um, Shawshank. I got to think about some more here. I got really got to put some time because I want to think about some good comedies for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, comedies would be good. Okay. Uh, I'm, I would also encourage just a general Leonardo DiCaprio tour. Oh yeah, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can is okay. wonderful. Blood Diamond's great. Blood Diamond's fan. You haven't seen Blood Diamond? How do you guys remember all Fantastic. these movies? Fantastic. Because like before, <laughs> honestly, at the time that like a movie like Blood Diamond came out, mm-hmm. I didn't. I I remember I was traveling. Yeah. And I got this. I mean, you know, a knockoff copy. Of course. That's and all I, you can get. Uh, so I was in Southeast Asia and I got a knockoff copy of Blood Diamond and I probably watched it. 15 times really? just because you're on a long bus ride. You don't have a smartphone at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? I had a portable DVD player, which was the greatest thing that I ever traveled with. Yeah. But so I watched movies over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start watching some more movies. Um, I also bought the new MLB video game yesterday cause I was super bored. And so I made an impulse purchase. Do you make yourself a player? No, I don't, be I don't a player? do that. Well, I know I could see you being like a pitcher. No, no. My big thing with these sports video games is I want to be the GM. Yeah. Right? I love the trades and the, yeah. Yeah, right. And Go I'm through also, the draft. I, uh, I had a fantasy baseball draft that just lasted like nine days. Um, we do it like spaced out. So you like, you can pick. And then if someone needs like two hours to make their pick, they can take two hours to make their pick. Wow. So, yeah. So I spent nine days doing this fantasy baseball draft. And I love my team. And I'm like super sad that I now won't probably get to use it for like four months because the MLB won't start. Fair. So I got MLB the show to like cope with that. So I'll be playing a lot of video games, watching a lot of movies. I was talking to my good friend Low Tide, and he said that I should take this time to not worry about the jobs I've lost and all that. He said, just be a kid again. He was like, just take these last four yeah, months. Yeah, you're young as fuck, man. You know what? That's a he good was, advice. He was like, just act like you're a kid. He's like, don't stress about work. Don't stress about any of this shit. You got money saved? I was like, yeah. He's like, just act like a child. After Vegas, you have money saved? Yeah. That's what I was wanting. Stunning. Yeah, stunning. Before, Jay, before you got down here, Tyler's like, I'm actually pretty good at saving money. I'm like, unless you're in Vegas. Yeah, unless I'm in Vegas and I'm at a casino. Um, but apart from that, I'm decent at saving money. So yeah, I think I might just take Low Tide's advice and just like, when I'm not at one of the few jobs that are still kicking around, I'm just going to be like at home watching movies, at home playing video games. The one adult thing I might do is learn how to do my own taxes. I feel like that's a skill I probably will be able to use for a while. That's what accounts are for, bro. Yeah, I know. But like you, I like yeah, you can learn and do it. Like, it's not hard. It's not hard. Like, that is something over the next two months I could probably figure yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so you I know, think I might do that. Thinking about Vegas, I was thinking about this as I was driving in, is just how grateful I am that we were able to oh. do the Vegas trip. Yeah. It was such a good time with so many amazing nation citizens, just all of us staff interacting with each other, mm-hmm. whether that was at the craps tables, um, whether it was on Fremont street, I'm just super grateful that we had the chance to do it because two weeks later, literally two weeks later, we're in a fucking shit storm. That's just a mess. Yeah. It was like this insane release that I'm just super grateful that we got to do. And I, I cannot gonna... wait for the first nation event oh, we're yeah. able to throw. <clears throat> whether it's a vacation or just to get together or whatever it is. Because yeah. that'll be a massive release as well to have everyone to back bring, in one spot and bring all the Oilers fans back together and all that. You're right. I can't wait to see everybody. I can't wait to see everybody and interact and have drinks and tell dumb stories and just be what the community mm-hmm. that we have is yeah. or be a part of it. Even like, even though it probably won't happen until you know, next September or next October, the first regular season Oilers game where there's a crowd back like just all those things that you totally, totally, and I'm guilty, but you totally took it for granted yeah. for forever. Yeah. Just getting back those little normal things is going to be just so nice. It's funny. Like you talk to uh, your parents mm-hmm. uh, or your parents, parents, and 
like they came out, they like, like, you know, like grandparents, like they lived through, oh man, great, uh, maybe not. Yeah. They lived through like the great depression yeah. or like post or war, post-war era, or like your parents lived through like the crazy economies and crazy high interest rates you always hear about in the eighties when people were paying like 23% yep. for their mortgage rate on their house. We, our lives, we've never had an impact. Like, yeah, we had the global financial crisis, but really like that was, that sucked for a bit, but then like it, got back on its feet and life pretty also quick kept going on and life right? kept going on where like, so we're living through like that event where we're probably going to come out of this a little bit different. I think we're all going to come out of it a little bit different. hundred percent or a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you look at it. Prepare. I might be a concert pianist by the time this is all said and done. <laughs> Put on shows here at little brick for the people. Oh, we would love to have you. I was just excited about, like I said earlier at the start of the podcast, this is the first time it had been in the same room as other people in, three days. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was super excited just to come and record a podcast Crazy. just to kind of shoot the shit and have a conversation. And I know people want to hear conversations and content mm -hmm. and it's incredibly important. I was super excited about it. Oh, I was, I was jacked. And like, I think like I said, we have to try and keep this uh, going for as much as possible and always try to keep it as light as we can and try to keep, uh, you know, talking about fun shit or trying to go into the weird world like we can off the rails. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I think, you know, we have fun doing it. Hopefully I know we have some form of audience, uh, albeit 13 people that, you know, resonate or resonates with. So no, we're very fortunate to still have this platform. So let's use it and let's have some fun with it. Meanwhile, while I'm getting in my 10,000 steps a day. Got to. 10,000 steps, learning to drink black coffee, and watching more movies. And you're also training your dog, Bag Milk. So, I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Well, we'll Frankie is going to, I'm going to put him in a dog show or something by the time Ooh. this is all done. <laughs> your your blogging career is over because Frank <laughs> is going to like the Westminster dog show and doing like the whole circuit around it. You just spend your, your life traveling with him and There is no breeding. stopping the blog life. What would happen is I would pivot to dog content. Yeah. Westminster Nation. We would have Dog Nation. Dog Nation. And Frank Nation. Frank Nation. And uh, we would just write about that. We might have to. Get really in depth. You'd find the Jonathan Willis of dog bloggers yeah. who's like you know he's doing out there. numbers. And oh, for shit. sure. No, for sure. There's a Jonathan Willis of every industry. Since you're talking about content, I want to talk mm -hmm. about content and what we got going on at Oilers Nation. Yep. I think that's important. As Jay mentioned, for us, the mission is to keep pumping stuff out as much as possible. So today, one thing I did is I want to include the community in our content. So I put a call to action. If you want to talk about Oilers, if you want to talk about hockey, I'm going to bring back a Sunday letter to the editor type of segment where you can submit a paragraph, two paragraphs, something like that. Send them to me, bagmilk at oilersnation.com. And we're going to compile them, put your thoughts on the website as well to give you guys a voice through all of this. At the same time, I'm going to encourage you to jump in the comments section. Conversation is still going right now. I posted something this morning about the 2014 playoff format, and people are giving all kinds of great ideas of what it could look like, what it might look like, who would have an advantage, whether it's the play-on teams that would have the advantage, whether they would have to come up with some kind of exhibition schedule for the bi-week teams. I love this. Yes, it's weird. It's pie in the sky. It's hopeful, but hope will never die. We got to keep going and we got, we're all in it together. So I'm going to encourage everybody to go. We're going to, we're not stopping. We've got stuff lined up for the rest of the week. I see in the back end right now, Jason Greger is working on something. I, I had, I had a phone call with Greger today and he's like, um, I think I'm going to, with all this time, I'm going to write more stuff. I was like, sweet, please. <laughs> yes. That's welcome. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we are, I, right? I think that's something I can get out more too. Like I have way more free time now than I did when, you know, all these leagues were going on and all that. So I've, yeah, I, I usually can carve out two hours a day now to be like, Whew, what should I write about? One thing I'm going to be starting and I'm super excited about it, honestly, mm -hmm. is I'm going to break down every single one of Connor McDavid's goals from the season. We're going to go frame by frame if we have to. <laughs> Four parter. And we're going to go through all of those. We're going to go through all of Leon's. And you know I'm going through all my boy, Nuge. Oh, you got to. Yeah. We are going to, Tyler, I know you'll appreciate this. For yeah. Nuge, my thought is I want to line up all of his goals. How many of them look the exact same? Yeah, and he's got, what, like 25 this year or something like that? Like, he's over 20, yeah. Yeah, he, they're all going to look pretty much the same. And then I want to break down, ooh, this might be an idea. 
breakdown of the sellies because they all kind of have the all three of them sort of signature have their signature sellies. Yeah. Like Nuge is the sort of like point and quick fist bump. Connor is the quickly back the other way up the ice on one knee, yeah. and Leon just loves doing the two hands up. Yeah. And he just throws two hands up and holds them there. Uh, maybe that's something I'll get to work on is a breakdown of Oilers celebrations. I want to know if you're listening to this, what's your favorite Oilers celly of all time? Because I'm thinking about now when you just mentioned that. Rafi yeah. Torres used to always make me laugh when he would score a goal because he would just throw his hands in the air straight like arrows. Yeah. Straight over his head. It always made me laugh every single time. Um, obviously, LaRock had one of the better signature celebrations, right? Patrick. Yeah. Um, is that it, though? There, there had to be. But There's you say other it though, yeah, like yeah. guys have their kind of signature move, and I love that. Clef you, bomb you, does the thrust. Oh, I love the clef bomb thrust. Love that one. He does. Oh it for the yeah, ladies. he does. He does it for the ladies. You know it. And the fellas. Why oh, not? Yeah. Whatever you're into. He doesn't yeah. care. But um, it's funny though. Like that. Behind the scenes, take you yeah. behind the scenes into my text messages. Every time, well, not every time, but most times when Nuge scores, Tyler will send me a text message mm. where it's low sh- or one leg low shot. Single fist pump. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. Every, every time Nuge scores, man, I love that guy. And yeah, the celebration. He, and he's been doing it. If you go back and watch his first career goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins, it was literally in the slot at Rogers, uh, leg up. Fit, I've got like, a photo snapper, of that. And he's doing the little like point fist bump celebration. It's adorable. I love it. Did he score a hat trick in his first game? No. He scored a hat trick very quick, though. Very quickly. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I love the Nuge. Oh, Keep Nuge forever. Keep Nuge forever. Even more so now than ever. Do you guys, a question I had was, are you appreciating that the NFL offseason is kind of... It's wild. It's it's uh, is almost it, surreal. Is it tone deaf to be announcing that you're signing a guy for four years and 118 million bucks? Is it, is it tone? I, I don't know. Like That's just the question. Mm-hmm. I'd much, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at on that. Yeah. Because it has like, the, the show has to go on, business yeah. you know, has to go on and all that stuff. Like... Um, also, just quickly an aside for Nuge, one goal the first game against Pittsburgh, three in his third game against Vancouver. So he had the hat trick in his third career game. Fuck um, yeah, Nuge. But just back to the NFL thing, I is my, I see the side that's like it is, it's insensitive when people are struggling for money to be like this guy is getting a hundred schmill over the next five years, like and a fan base getting excited for it. Like I see why that is insensitive, but at the same time, as a selfish sports fan and someone who doesn't even talk about sports for two hours a day. I, I think it's almost a bit of an escape. Like, if yeah, for that two-hour sports show, if, if a NFL fan can tune in and not hear about things being canceled and can sit there and be like, oh, man, when this comes back... Like, I'm a Bills fan. They just got Stephon Diggs. Yeah, like, that's fuck, huge. Yes. They gave away the farm, though. Oh, they sold the farm for him, but I don't even care right now because it's something for me to be excited about yeah. that when NFL football comes back... Fuck it, Brady's gone. My Bills are probably the best team in that division on paper. Like, it gives you a reason to be excited about something. Yeah. And, I, and I think if the NFL would have shut down and been like, no free agent signings can be announced until June. One, I think they would have just all gotten leaked out anyways. And two, it, it's one less thing to to sort of care about right now. Yeah. I think we need things to care about. So I'm happy that's that fair. they're new and that that's I can fair. understand why it's insensitive, but that's not the view. I'm well, I don't mind the, the trades and stuff, just yeah. like the big contract. I, I don't know. I, I was like, I was trying to, debate on where my uh my feelings were on it but i'm pumped as a browns fan that we got austin hooper so yeah. we've got a one-two punch at tight end with david ajoku and mr hoops to me somebody that i'm not even i watch football but i'm not as invested in as you guys are i appreciated the news i detach myself from the money that athletes make that's just part of that's just part of life i liked just an influx of news that was nothing to do with what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Tyler, I think that it's a nice little break, a nice little flashback to how things were maybe even a month ago and just being like, Oh yeah, the super bowl just happened and the chiefs just won it not long ago. And we were all talking about Shakira and JLo at the fucking halftime yeah. show. Like not long ago at all. Remember not when people were offended all. about what they wore at the halftime show and how something like that seems like so fucking astronomically minor. I, I was going through stuff I was talking about and planning and working on like 10 days ago. Yeah. Versus now. Crazy. Day to day changed so much and Still it's crazy. Is. You know what I mean? Like bringing things back to OilersNation.com. Like mm-hmm. we had news the other day that the Oilers are talking about bringing Anton Slepeshev back. <laughs> That's exciting. 
the For reaction was exciting because people are like, fuck, finally some like some legitimate sports yeah. to talk about. Yeah. And it was nice. It was nice to see the reaction. It was nice to see people excited about it. And I would be excited to have some internal competition on the wings. Yeah. Let's fucking bolster the depth chart. Why not? Schlepp can shoot. Tony yeah. Schlepp, man. Like that playoff run, I think people kind of forget how effective he was. I know. In 16, That's why like, I'm like, why do we give up on him? And he just sort of like went off into the distance and you almost don't even remember him leaving. But now that his name's coming up, you're like, why? Yeah, you're right. Like, why the fuck was that guy ever not in Edmonton Oilers? Like, he's huge, physical, yeah. shoots. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> he could use that. Is that exactly he's a right-handed shot? Oh, yeah, shit. right shot, too. Um, yeah, fuck. Can you imagine? Like, if this season does get canceled. There's Connor's winger right there. Yeah, no yep. kidding. Um, if this season does get canceled and the worst case scenario comes, Tyler Ennis had the shortest Oilers career. Mike Green had the shortest Oilers career imaginable. <laughs> they'll like resign. They'll resign Ennis. No, he just he was effective. I don't know. Like who knows how much money he's gonna command. They might not be able to afford to sign him if he wants like two two point two million. Or if we're getting in the mud here and they cancel the season, we still got an NHL draft coming up. How are they gonna how how would you distribute chances if there's no playoffs? Meaning the Oilers would be in the mix. Well, you know what the funny thing oh, is? Oh, Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Yeah, and you, okay, you, know team, you know teams are going to do this, but if they were creating a situation where they had to cut off the playoff line at eight right now, you know for a fact that Vancouver and Minnesota would be fighting like hell to be like, that's unfair. We deserve a chance to be in the playoffs. And Winnipeg and Nashville would be like, fuck you. No way. We were in when the season ended. Go to hell. Yeah. Whereas if it's flipped and the draft lottery opens up, it's the other way around. Winnipeg and Nashville are going to be like, whoa, 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 there's no guarantee we would have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Look, if you do it this way, we're not. We deserve a chance to be in the lottery. And it'll, it'll be funny to watch how the sort of mindsets of arguments from fan bases, at least, can change a little bit depending on how they do the draft lottery. Of course. Will they do it like the Crosby year where everyone's given a chance but like how can you fucking say that St. Louis should have a chance to draft Lafreniere but where do you draw the line where do you draw the line <laughs> let's get well that's what we've been talking about let's get weird these are weird days you know it'd be interesting a two-part lottery a lottery for spots one to 16 for the teams that would have been quote-unquote out of the playoffs by points percentage and the other way oh, fuck this needs to be an article one sec <laughs> the creative process La before your eyes we're taking you behind the scenes here the, the other works. side of it needs to be for the final 14 teams you don't know who would have won the cup yeah. you don't know how that all would have shaken down yeah. there needs to be a lottery system determining the rest of those yeah. maybe the Oilers can move up a bit we can get like you know right at 17 or something I would take <laughs> the 31st overall pick if the Stanley Cup is awarded to Connor McDavid just to him like, well, he can he can carry it around. He could be in like one of those Pope mobiles and like a glass box, and he drives around Edmonton, and we all look at our windows at him. I'd watch that. Yeah, but I like the idea of not the Oilers winning it. The NHL's like, you know what? We're gonna give McDavid this one. All right, guys. And on the cup, it's just his name forty Jeez. times. I'd want. He deserves it. Well, you gotta get Leon in there. Well, Leon, yeah, Art Ross Trophy winner. How about our poor Germans voting them as the cold performer of the week? Yeah, they were ruthless with that. Oh, fuck. Uh, the German, the Germans are about results. How about yeah. that trip? Like those guys came, and granted, it and like they had fun the whole time, but like they came to Edmonton to come watch hockey, and then the world changed. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they got three games in. The NHL literally got canceled while they were here. Yeah, so they, to see that, but they made the best out of it. Oh, though. they did. They were great. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. We did not observe social distancing. We went to the Pine on Friday night. <laughs> And we just packed that cooler and did cooler pops. And the Germans just couldn't get enough. They're like, Leon's been in here? Like, <laughs> it was, uh, no, we, we had a blast. Uh, did a lot of, well, I thought you were going to come back that night. You missed a big, big D floor session. Huge. I was, that was the plan. Uh, had some family over. It kind of derailed things. That's fine. It happens, man. Looking at business though, Tyler. Yep. We got to take care of business. Our friends at Japo just want to let everybody know that they are still open and maintaining business as much as usual. Japa's shop, office, and parts services will continue to stay open as usual. Business hours Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. They will continue to do repairs and maintenance at their shop and in the field. Japo will continue to provide customers with the service they need. Rentals and sales are available as usual. Just ask that transactions be done by phone or email. If you have any questions, you can hit them up as they are obviously taking everybody's safety and health into account. But our friends at Japa are still in operations. They came home early from Vegas to, to make sure that they could take care of all their customers and their clients. I appreciate that. Yeah. 
That's good. I like, you know, you take your precautions, but you let the people who need you know that you're still there. That's the Japa guarantee. They're always there for you. Always. Always there for this uh, podcast as need, well. If you need the XMG, you know, 41.8, then whatever. Talk to they got you. They I got sent you. out a post, just uh, a social post, just saying, hey, guys, you know, I feel for everyone. I feel, you know, especially for business owners and their staff. And, you know, this is no one's fault. It's going to suck, but we're here together. And uh, Sean Green from Japa uh, messaged me saying, I'm supporting the cause. I ordered a little noodle for lunch yesterday. I'm like... Well, tomorrow I'm going to place an order for a Packer. Yep. I was going to say, yeah, you repaid the <laughs> thing. You got an XMG, what, a 48.92. Yeah. I think all the content we can make of that Packer, though. But I do want to, I, I want to send out like a heartfelt thanks for Jappa for supporting us because, you know, in times like this, you know, when, when shit's really weird and tough, you know, your support means a lot and yep. it allows things like this to keep continuing. So... I want everyone, you know, Japa is, you know, supporting us still. That means they're supporting you as well. So we're very grateful to have them as a partner, especially during this trying time. I think, um, I think Jay also, you should plug your Instagram because I shared your message yesterday around a few different places and, uh, we're all in this together. Yeah. Um, would you do that on LinkedIn? I put it on everything just cause I just, I just had a moment of just clarity finally some clarity from just dealing with the noise but um just like wanted to send out a heartfelt message because yeah not to get into the the weeds and the shittiness of all this but like we're all impacted by this and there's people running businesses right now that have to lay off staff and they have to cut budgets just to try to stay alive during this time but like everyone has to realize it's not your fault it's not because you suck it's not because your business sucks this is like an unforeseen, uncontrolled circumstance that's going to affect everyone. So we just need to collectively work together, support one another, and just, you know, hope that, you know, some, some, some help comes along the way to just kind of put everything on pause for a bit. Well, I was talking to, I was texting with Rick today. You'll know Rick from ON Radio on Fridays. It's his birthday today, St. Patrick's Day. Happy birthday, Rick. And the pint is closed. On yeah, the on biggest party day of the of the their year. Busiest day of the year. So they shut. They did that because it's for the greater good. Yep. Not for the best interest of the business. And I think that that's why your message, I think, on Instagram that I saw yesterday was it's an important thing that people need to remember that we're all in this together. Yeah, hundred percent. You know who else is in this with us? Go ahead. Connor McDavid. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he just he put out put out a message for everyone and he's standing next to Leonard the Labradoodle here. Wait, is he still in Edmonton? I believe so. Oh, it looks like he is. That just makes me feel so Go much ahead. better. A lot of you just stuck inside, um, practicing my social distancing and um, trying to control this thing before it gets out of hand. Um, I think it's important that we all do. What, uh, what one person does affects the other, and um, you know we all need to make sure that we're being safe and, and taking all the, the steps needed to, uh, to stop the spread of this thing. So... Um, Practice your social distancing. Take care of yourselves, and looking forward to getting on the ice soon. If and order oodle noodle. Oh, thanks, um, Connor. If Connor says it, then it's good well, enough for everyone. I he also, ended that with order oodle noodle at the end, right? Yeah, pretty sure okay. that's what I heard. Yeah, uh, maybe nationgear.ca. Uh, <laughs> I also, you know what I I did the other day. Like I, I still feel I'm at a point where I don't know if I'm overreacting or not reacting enough. Yeah, I'm in that weird. But yeah, kind of what too. bothered me is there's a lot of people with sizable social accounts that are giving horrible advice right now. Yeah. So my kind of call was just anybody with a sizable social media account, you should be telling people when you can mm-hmm. fucking chill at home. You got to go to work. There's stuff that people have to do to make sure that we're all okay. Do that. Yeah. But then fucking go home. You see these videos and stuff that is coming out of sport, uh, spring break down in the States where the mayor of Miami or whatever it was like, we have to close the beaches cause you guys are stupid. thousands of people. Okay. Just because you're uh, Tyler, you're a young man, you're going to be fine, but you could also send it on to somebody. So stay at home. That's why I like guys like Connor coming out with a message saying, Hey, we're practicing social distancing. Yeah. His fucking awesome looking dog panting in the background of that video. Love that big boy. Uh But I think that's important for people with some reach to kind of say, stay home. No, good on him. That's, that's leadership right there. And it's responsible leadership. He's our captain. Fuck, he oh, is. Captain, my we captain. are so lucky to have him on our team. 
it's well, a bummer not being able to watch him do his thing. I know. Like, again, one of those things where you, you take it for granted, like not that we took Connor for granted or whatever, but, you know, getting a chance to watch these meaningful hockey games, you didn't think you'd have it sort of ripped away from you as quick as you did. Cause it, that shit changed like on the big day, beginning of Wednesday, everything was still kind of just like we were talking about empty stadiums. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about empty stadiums being a real possibility, not even like a for sure thing. And then by the first period of that Oilers game, it was enjoy this one because we might not get another one for a while. As soon as the NBA canceled yeah, their or suspended their season, you're like, yep. oh, fuck. Um, but I mean, keep trucking along. Uh, hopefully we can continue to do these in one way or another, whether they're via the phone, whether it's me just calling everyone for 10 minutes at a time and trying to figure out how to work that or yeah, we'll whatever we got to do. We'll, uh, we'll try to find a way to keep making these podcasts hum along. We'll figure out a way to put up content. Yeah. yeah. That's the most important thing that I want people to know. And the easiest and freest way to support us. If clicking. You, clicking. Come read, the, come read the articles because there's going to be stuff every day. I promise you that. Should I be releasing like awful clickbait headlines to oh, do this? Yes. <laughs> Maybe even like I would consider Tyler, you're a young man. Mm-hmm. We do have plenty of ladies that read the nation. Mm-hmm. Maybe some tasteful nudes. Yeah. We'll put those up on the site. That'd be I'll, nice. I'll check with my girlfriend, but uh, I think she'd support it. In the name of content. In the yeah. name of content. She'd have to understand, I think. Yeah. And like I said earlier, if you want to contribute, if you want to say, oh, I thought you were telling everyone to contribute tasteful nudes. Well, if you want to do that too, <laughs> please send them to Tyler at OilersNation.com. Send your tasteful nudes to Tyler. He will be our gatekeeper. That is actually my Oilers Nation email. So, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> here we come. Yeah, you might have opened up quite the wormhole for me here, Bag Milk. But if you do want we to contribute so. to letters to the editor, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh, mailbag questions if you have like and because a lot of them we were talking about this before a lot of the mailbag questions are just like covid based and pandemic based if you got just like an oilers question that you've debated with a friend for months like fucking send it what's the email bag milk at oilers nation.com like see now his emails out there too for all yep. the tasteful nudes, nudes there too everyone so pl- i will encourage like, the nudes but send, send hockey questions and all that like let's drum up some conversation this doesn't mean we can't have debates and all that oh yeah there's tons there's so much shit we can talk about like this is this is just a time to be creative and just get after it and have some fun like i said this could be one of need the best it. times mm-hmm. for art yeah yeah ever so yeah and blogging is art well of course man course so if you want to be involved send me your hockey thoughts what you're thinking what you're doing if you got goals if you got ideas bag milk at oilersnation.com i'm going to compile them i'm going to put those up on sunday we're bringing a little bit of newspaper back to the old internet letters to the editor whatever we're going to call it throwing it back what about like um letters to the nation oh it was like dear somebody suggested dear baggy as a playoff dear abby yeah Share your... Yeah, yeah, maybe we need names for the segment. Yeah, share your relationship woes with (laughs) Baggy over here. Well, this is interesting, right? That would be, I mean... A couple weeks ago, I live tweeted a fight that my neighbors were having with each other because I live in a townhouse complex. And (laughs) if we're forced to stay inside, I might have some good content coming up anyway. Oh, fuck. You want to talk about someone? I I witnessed a fucking high-speed car chase. What? I'm driving down Jasper Ave, and all of a sudden, this this car just passes me on the, from the opposite, like, on the the opposite lane, like, uh, opposite side lane. I'm trying to be articulate here. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he just zips by me, and all of a sudden, this unmarked, like, Explorer, which is a police car, comes streaming by me on the other side. And then all of a sudden, I've got, like, four cop cars I'm holding up because of all these... Con- I'm, I'm, I, the the lane gets condensed down to one because there's all these construction signs, and I'm getting blasted at by all these cop cars, so I had to, like, pull over to the sidewalk, and they start ripping down by me. So then I go... I didn't want to speed just in case, but I go and catch up, and the, the, the car that they were chasing and the, 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 the one on my car and then the other one, other cop car pinned, crashed into the car what? to yeah. stop it. And then I, I saw they had the guy out and they're arresting him. So you like just stayed and hung out and watched this. I had to, I had to see how it ended. See, fuck. I need entertainment for see? fuck's sakes. That was, that was why. Cause I'm like, what am I going to see? Like this is a high speed car chase happening down Jasper Ave. That's <laughs> and they were just waiting. And that's the thing. There was, there was lots of cars. And so they're like the, the guy who was getting away was driving on the wrong side of the road mm-hmm. for most of it. And the cops are going over there. And then one would like go and like pin himself to halt traffic. So all the other, there was like 
12 cop cars when everything was said and done zipping through. That's interesting to watch the maneuvering of like stopping and getting like lanes of traffic. Oh, wow. Yeah. So hopefully maybe that hits the news. I'll be interested to know why. When was this? What day was this? This today on, oh. on the, on the way down to little brick at like oh, nine, nine, nine 30. Wow. Wild. Yeah. It's wild in these streets. Wild yeah. in these streets. I got um, kind of excited there. Cause that was fun to be a part of. Last question I have for you. Okay. Tyler. We are going to, if we put together a nation real life social distancing playlist. Yeah. What would be your first song that you're throwing on this playlist, Tyler? Oh, the wow. first song. God. Are we doing like throwbacks? Are you we can doing do whatever you want, my man. We're making a playlist. Like I still say the best album to have dropped in the last calendar month is Kirk by DaBaby. Uh, you and I agree on if that. If you're a hip hop fan, rap fan, you need to just front to back it a few times. Can you please tell I people, need to listen to this. Can you please tell people the flex that you text me, what, like a week ago? Um, it was about three or four weeks ago actually now, but I got, when I logged into my <laughs> Spotify, I go to DeBaby as I usually do, and I got a little notification saying, you're one of DeBaby's top fans worldwide. I've listened to his, I'm in the top 2% of people when it comes to listening to his music. I'm big into DaBaby right now. So I'll, uh, I'll allow the whole album because yeah, so I'm throwing this on you. So DaBaby, Kirk, the whole album, that's uh, that's on my you got to listen to if you're a fan of hip-hop music. Um, I'm a big supporter of Canadian music. So Arkells, they have a new single out and, and it's pretty good. So I, I like that one. Canadian music. My album, Jay, would be the new album by Halsey, Manic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Halsey. Well, that's my problem is how is she to know that her and I are supposed to be together if I'm trapped in my house? She's trapped too, man. Yeah. That's why you need to learn to play the piano, right? A ballad. Oh, yeah. A ballad for Halsey. I'll do that. So I'm going to go Manic by Halsey is a great album that just came out. It's fun. It's got some fun tracks on there. Oh, I'm on the spot, but I've been listening to a lot of Tool lately. Uh, The new Tool album's great. Ever since Tool now finally released their music to stream. I listen to a lot of Tool these days. Do you know that newest Tool album? And I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Um, Pneumonia? Or is that a song? That's a song. Something like that, I feel like. Uh, okay. That's my go-to Walkin' Frank album. Oh, yeah, it's great. The ups, the downs. It makes you think. It's And there's there's plot twists there, Tyler. I'm also lots of... So part of my reading regimen is also books on tape because I am a horrific reader. So I'm yeah, listening. Yeah. I've, so I, I, I only got halfway through uh, Crushed It. Oh, did you? So oh, that's I've, just something that I just thought about. Yeah, I know. We're going to miss Gary Vee. We're going to miss Hopefully Gary we get a v. refund because right now cash is king, everyone. That's my lesson to everyone. Hoard your cash. But uh, hopefully I get a refund from that because our tickets Fuck. weren't yeah. cheap. <laughs> I got us the good ones, bag mail. We were, supposed to be we were like row four. Two weeks from now. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, hopefully a week from now, we'll be back with some form of another real life podcast. Thanks to Jappa for sponsoring. Thanks to you guys for coming in. Jay Bagnell, come Tyler Ramchuk. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Be Thank safe you. out there, people. There you go. Yeah, we'll be, be back uh, next week, hopefully with episode 164 of the real life podcast. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the real life podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.